So hit the record button. Hell yeah. Podcast. Oh, we're not doing it in the studio, so we don't have Craig, but... Oh, I mean, we can do that if you prefer. <laughs> it's probably fine. <laughs> okay. If we lose an episode, let it be this one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Rushjet Radio, a full franchise Mega Man retrospective podcast. I'm Nora, I'm joined by Curly. Hello, I'm Curly and I'm joining Nora. That's true. We are we have become one. Yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> we are a gestalt entity here to dispense information and justice on the history of Mega Man. It's not a great history this week. Yeah, speaking of justice and history. <laughs> we watched uh, two episodes this week. And the names of them will be read to you off of this page momentarily. It's the day the moon fell and Campus Commandos from... That's s- true. ...from season it's- two of the Ruby Spears Mega Man television cartoon. I almost thought that it would be like a Capcom joke, and like oh, all yeah, the no, not even all the <laughs> all the students would be like Capcom characters, but instead, nothing. Yeah, happened. instead, literally nothing. <laughs> Our first episode is the. Do we have like a first segment? Do we talk about other stuff? No, I, I think don't we remember. just launched straight into it. We had like a holiday and some other stuff happened, so we haven't recorded in a minute. But we're back. Hello. Hi. The day the moon fell. Dr. Wily steals a tachyon capacitor and uses it in his latest invention to pull the moon closer to the Earth's surface. This results in weather, several weather outbreaks like tornadoes, earthquakes, massive rainstorms, and tidal waves. But the capacitor was actually a joint invention of Dr. Wily's and Dr. Light's from long before Proto Man, Mega Man, and Roll were created, and now Mega Man has to get it back before the entire world is devastated by Dr. Wily's sickening plan. Big, big I don't brain know genius why- Dr. Wily is like, I'm gonna destroy the world while I'm in it. <laughs> I don't know why this sentence starts with but, because, like, the capacitor being a joint invention of Dr. Wily's and Dr. Light's from long before Proto Man, Mega Man, and Dr. and Roll, not Dr. Roll, <laughs> were created, doesn't actually contradict the situation okay. in any way or complicate it. Yeah, so uh, as you're about to find out from our reportage on it, this episode is bad. This is, these two are not, these, like, neither of these episodes is good, and this is the worst one, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. No? I, I I mean if you're given if you're handed two guns and one of them says <laughs> one boredom and one of them says racism. <laughs> oh right, yeah, sure. That's that's fair. <laughs> I have I have but accidentally like, shot myself with the racism gun. <laughs> Unwittingly. Um But you're not wrong that this is like the worst episode. Um, usually we, like, I put the episode on in front of me while we talk about it. Uh-huh. Uh, You're not going to do that this to... time? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it probably won't Maybe I will. It'll probably just slide right off your brain again. Yeah. Um. The other thing so is they... that, like, this show, I mean, it's a Saturday morning cartoon, right? Like, Formula is kind of the name of the game. At this, mm-hmm. like, you know, in the the final, the, the back half of the second season, the formula is starting to grate <laughs> quite heavily yeah. on me. Like, there's a part um, in this episode where uh, there's, like, natural disasters are happening. It's a real day after tomorrow situation. And Mega Man is flying to Dr. Light's lab, I think. And he sees a bus falling into the river. <laughs> And he gets, he gets, he's like, we gotta save those kids. And he goes down and he starts pushing the bus uh, 
you know, out of the uh, uh, off the bridge because the bridge is collapsing. No, not off the bridge. Not off the bridge. No, up the bridge. <laughs> onto onto the bridge. onto the bridge. Yeah, right. Exactly. But then I guess but- he like forgets that. Like, he doesn't notice that there's a commercial break in, like, five seconds, so he's like, I'm sleepy now. <laughs> just starts falling asleep. And he then... almost runs... Sorry, you got it. <laughs> he almost runs out of energy. Yeah. Which is, you know, a thing that happens in this show when we decide it happens. Yeah. Uh, and so, Rush has... Eddie in his chest? Yeah, Eddie is just like, Eddie, they don't even summon Eddie from somewhere. It's not like, you know, Roll is like, quick, Eddie, we need to go and save Mega Man. Eddie is already inside Rush's chest cavity, and then he gets out, and Mega Man's like, I need some power. And Eddie says, why didn't you say so? And like, yeah, why, why didn't you, Mega Man? <laughs> I mean, the first thing he says is, ah, oh, that's so cramped. I'm not going on a mission with you again. Yeah, which explains why when the same thing happens in the next episode, he's not there already. <laughs> um, But the funnier part here is that the bus drives away and Mega Man calls Dr. Light and they decide on like what they're doing. And then he gets on Rush and flies away and Eddie just stays there. <laughs> With a little, they just leave yeah. Eddie in the rain. And he has—he does have a little umbrella though, so he'll be fine. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all I can think about is um, having watched all of the streams of the Half-Life VR <laughs> uh, software AI series. Uh, the the gravity beam pointing at the moon just looks like when you select an object in Gary's mod and move it around. <laughs> Um. So they break in to try and stop Doctor Wily, but they can't. Uh, they get captured in an electrical rope. Yeah, Mega Man gets captured in an electrical rope, and then he st- he swings so he can steal Cutman's cut a cut a boomerang. And, and uh, wait, no, sorry, Quick Man's cut a boomerang. Right? Is the yes? And then he cuts he cuts himself out. And then he, he wins the fight. That's the other thing. Like, the reason that I feel like the formula really grates in this episode is because, like, all of the same things that happen in every other episode happens. But there's just no effort put into them whatsoever. Like, this this episode contains two fights, one of which is the limpest fight this show has ever, ever had, which is a really high bar to clear, or a low bar to clear, depending on your perspective. And then <laughs> there's a second fight, which goes on for absolutely ages... And, like, none of the shots in it land or have impact or are anything. It's just Mega Man, like, doing an after-image thing, which has not been established at all. And just people (laughs) just missing him and being like, well, why aren't we hitting him? For, like, two full minutes, which in this show is, like, hyper, you know, hyper, like, attention deficit thing it has going on. It's just an excruciating length of time. The f- saving the bus is like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Remember the part where the wall breaks open like it's Minecraft and lava starts pouring into <laughs> Dr. Light's basement? Oh my god. And so Mega Man welds the rock together and then Roll uses a uses like a fan to cool the lava yep. off. Okay. <laughs> also, like this is not beyond the pale of what we've encountered in this cartoon. Yeah. It's just like they're throwing all the pieces into the into the like timeline. It just doesn't mean anything. Yeah, right. It's just like it really is just a lot of scenes from the Mega Man Ruby Spears cartoon in order, but nothing really. This ent- you know. This whole episode feels like a video from a Mega Man out of context Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, also, I don't know if you caught this from that scene. Uh, like, I don't know if it stood out to you, but like, there's this thing where when the lava first explodes out of it, it's like a computer console that explodes behind Roll, right? And like, there's an earthquake, mm-hmm. and Meg. So, uh, so like, Roll is talking about the weather in front of like some weather computers, and we can just see Roll and the computers, and then it cuts back to Mega Man as the earthquake happens, and he's like, "Roll, look out!" And then the computer explodes, the lava flows in from behind, Roll runs away whatever and then we come back to Mega Man and he says good job Rush and I I had to watch this like two or three more times to understand why the fuck he said that because like 
Rush is not established as standing next to Mega Man or next to Roll when this happens. And he's barely <laughs> in the shot where she's running away <laughs> from the lava, but he is credited with saving her from it. He's, he's not like, he doesn't like grab her and push her out of the way. He's just next to her when she is running away. It's, oh, it's so, so weird. This show is really my, hard to watch. <laughs> my favorite bad cartoon thing is animating lava like it's water. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> Um, God, they spend so much time on this too. Yeah, they spent. It's like they had a bunch of little ideas, and then they spent a lot of time on them, but didn't like. They didn't put more effort into them than they would in any other episode. They just put more time on it. Yeah, yeah. This episode really meanders, which is impressive for this show. There's a whole bit where they go and they watch security camera oh. footage from 30 years ago when Dr. Light and Dr. Wiley were young and uglier. Dr. Wiley, Dr. Wiley was less German as a young man. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, does that mean he was, like, radicalized? <laughs> well, also, like, I think when, uh, like... He sort of slips into his more familiar voice as soon as Dr. Light leaves the room. So maybe that's just his evil voice that he was, you know, staving off at work. But I found it very funny. Young Dr. Wiley looks like uh, Nicolas Cage. (laughs) 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 This whole bit with the security footage is so weird. Because, like, they're like... He's like... Dr. Light is saying, I lost the research for my tachyon capacitor. Let's think about why that might have happened. And then he finds security footage of him inventing it. And then Dr. Wiley, like, pretend, like, he steals it. And then he, like, stages a burglary. And then Dr. Light comes in and he's like, I guess we've been burgled. And then Dr. Dr. Wiley is, you know, obviously, like, obvious, you know, cartoon villain stuff. Like, oh, it probably wouldn't have worked anyway. You probably shouldn't have looked for it. But they're, like, now 30 years later watching perfect security footage of Dr. Wiley stealing it. And it's, huh? (laughs) They never watched this footage before? They never watched this footage before. And also, it's, like... The footage shows Dr. Wiley, like, announcing his motivations for stealing it while he's stealing it. And he's like, you know, he says beforehand that it's Dr. Light's sole invention and Dr. Wiley, you know, has no credit for it. And then while he's stealing it, he's saying, I want this. I deserve this. Aloud to no one. (laughs) Like, it really reads like, you know, faked security footage to absolve Dr. Dr. Light of, like, any wrongdoing whatsoever. Like, none of the dialogue is... Even for this show, remotely naturalistic. I want this. I deserve this. Yeah, like, huh? <laughs> uh, also, the uh, the stealth suit is back. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It's back, and it's back again in the next episode, which is like, I think that must be a record for the number of times uh, an episode thing so- has returned. That feels like we want to make a toy of this. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. We need to give Mega Man some more costumes so he can make some toys. Yeah. And then he uses the stealth suit to get in and steal the tachyon capacitor, but the tachyon capacitor is too hot with gravitons, so it, it messes his stealth suit up, and then he has to fight the robots. And this fight is rubbish. Like, even for this show, it's awful. So, Gutsman grabs him, and then, you know, now Mega Man has to be able to get out of Gutsman grabbing him in a way that is going to incapacitate all the other robots, right? So, what happens? I think it's Quick Man, maybe? No, not Quick Man. It's Shadow Man. Cut Man. Oh, yeah, Cut Man? Cut, Cut Man runs up, and Mega Man kicks him right. into everyone yeah, else. Yeah, kicks him with a force that incapacitates everyone else. And then he swats... Uh, it, then Shadow Man shoots a, a you know... a a ninja star at Mega Man. Mega Man turns, so it hits Guts Man. Fine. So far, so Ruby Spears Mega Man. And then, Quick Man's like, I'll stop Mega Man. Throws a Quick Boomerang at Mega Man. It hits him and does nothing. And then Mega Man shoots him back and it does the same thing, where it swats him into everyone and knocks everyone over. Like, the pretense is totally up at this point. None of them can have any chance of stopping Mega Man whatsoever. Their weapons are completely ineffective. (laughs) And then the extra funny part, which is that Proto Man yeah. <laughs> decides, now I will contribute. And he tries to shoot 
Mega Man, I guess, but completely misses <laughs> and just blows up Doctor Wily's machine. It's just—it's so like it. Mega Man dodges, but he doesn't need to. Yeah, exactly. It's clearly not even aimed at him. And he's like, ve- like uh, he's like very barely sort of like taking cover behind it, kind of. So you could maybe see that that's what's going on there, but it's just. It's so limp. It is just every action that everyone takes in this fight is just to end the scene as quickly as possible. <laughs> like, you know, like many other scenes and episodes of this show. But yeah. it's just really utilitarian and uh, <laughs> disheartening. <laughs> because then, as I mentioned, we have this fucking three-minute fight sequence with the stealth kite sail thing in the next scene that just is rubbish and doesn't go anywhere. It's just a bunch of holograms now, which is a thing that Mega Man can make. And perhaps another toy we can sell. <laughs> Ooh. Um. What the fuck? He takes the gravity net, the, the electromagnetism net from Dark Man. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but it does levitate the trains from uh, Tokyo to Osaka. <laughs> And it also levitates Mega Man. <laughs> Everyone gets um, thrown into the Skulker, except Dark Man, who has to run to catch up and barely even touches it before it lifts off. <laughs> Just anyways, then they fix it. <laughs> uh, they fix it, and then I- we need to talk about the last like four seconds of this episode. Because what happens is... Oh, you mean where Rush says moon? Yeah. But then... Mega Man says, Looks like Rush is happy to see the moon back where it belongs too. And then... Roll and Mega Man just start praying? (laughs) As it fades out? They just look down and close their eyes. For no reason... Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, that uh, that does happen, and I mean, I I feel like my my I honestly like missed that the first time because like my brain just shuts off when we get to the the yeah. cut to credits gags in these show this show because they never they never mean anything they never make there's never any joke Rush just makes a noise and then the episode ends. <laughs> it happens again in the next episode as well, where but in specifically that like there is a scene where I was like on the cusp of enjoying myself, and then Rush just blunders into a scene and starts just making a horrible noise, and it's, <laughs> it's rubbish again. God. Also, uh, last thing I have to say about this episode is that early on in this episode, Proto Man's patter is like really off, like. He does. He when they first steal the capacitor, he's like, "Ha! That was easier than a binary equation," which is like <laughs> robot stuff, I guess. And then when they knock Mega Man off from pursuing them or whatever, he says, "Guess that knocked his circuits for a loop." Which what? Like, <laughs> I guess like circuit and loop. There's like something there, but it's it's bad. Un- uncommonly. Also, so. did you? <laughs> Did you notice that Quick Man was voiced by two different people I in this episode? I did notice that, because this, <laughs> the second person who voiced, voiced Quick Man just didn't bother doing Quick Man's voice thing. <laughs> Why? Uh, we got a lot of trivia for this one. Is is it, Are any of the points of trivia that at one point Mega Man just gets hit in the, like, just straight on by a rolling cutter and nothing happens? Because I think that might have actually made me angry. <laughs> Darkman 2 is the only one of the four Darkmen to appear in the cartoon. Yeah, there were there were when I was checking to see if Darkman was like actually looked like that. <laughs> I, I I too learned that there were four Darkmen. The Batontons make an appearance in this That's episode. That's not a trivia point. They've been in like <laughs> at least half the episodes of this season. This episode marks the first time ever in the history of the Mega Man series that Dr. Light and Dr. Wily are shown when they are young and supposedly friends before the creation of Proto Man. Is that... Is that true? Oh, are they, are they this... already old in the first <clears throat> flashback in this show? 
Because that was definitely yes. before. Okay, they were old already. Yeah, so. yeah, they're definitely still old. I want to know if this means in the cartoon or in Mega Man. It does say in the history of the Mega Man series, so it's like 95 now, right? We'll yeah, have to check something that. like that. Because we're, we're in... We're, we're at 91? Mega Man 4 is 91? So... We'll have to keep an eye out. <clears throat> in the beginning of the episode, Proto Man is seen inside the building with Gutsman and Darkman, and then disappears, and is piloting the helicopter over the building just a few seconds after he was last seen. There you go. <laughs> Eddie has an umbrella in this episode, and resembles the Rakasur enemy from Mega Man 4 when using it. He does indeed. Mega Man 4 is a pretty good game. I recommend it. I'll play it someday. (laughs) (laughs) Some of Quickman's lines were voiced by stand-ins, despite Burns' consistent portrayal of Dr. Light. The line, hey, what the, for instance, was spoken by Scott McNeil and altogether lacks his quick-talking gimmick. Yeah, like, he just didn't bother. I don't understand. Is this, like, a line from someone else that they just threw in? I don't get it. <clears throat> this next one, I bet you didn't know because you probably didn't watch it because I did, sure didn't watch it. The end credits song of this episode <laughs> is Got Myself Together by the Bucketheads. The Bucketheads was a moniker used by DJ Kenny Dope of Masters at Work. The song contained samples from Brass Construction's song Movin', which went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1976. Got Myself Together went to number one on Billboard's Dance Music slash Club Play Singles chart. There you go. The more you know. <laughs> Uh, we got... Oh, by the way, we have serious editors on this page again. <laughs> no more joke captions on the Thank on the images. We got two quotes. Uh, and this is... I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this as it's written. Uh-huh. Dr. Wiley. It could pull the moon out of its orbit! <laughs> and Darkman... Says, but that'll cause tidal waves. Shadow Man says, big earthquakes. Quick Man says, huge storms. And then Dr. Wiley says, precisely. (laughs) That's another thread that runs through this episode that, you know, like all threads in this show, doesn't really go anywhere. Is that, like, all of the robot masters are like, are you sure we want to destroy the world while we're still in it? And, like, (laughs) Proto Man, despite, you know, being programmed for evil, is like, I don't know if we should just (laughs) kill everyone. (laughs) <laughs> well, Dr. Wily needs to save the world from destruction and rebuild it in his image. Yeah. A W on every building. How do they... I've just read the next quote. How do they pick the fucking quotes for this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Our stage directions here are... Uh, Quickman throws Quick Boomerang through a fake Mega Man. And Quickman says, how'd he do that? Yeah, I mean, he does. That does happen. I have to imagine that some of this, some of these pages are edited by children. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think that that is the case. Maybe I don't know. My experience is that in situations like this, they're always much older than you think. Like the people who do this it, kind of thing, you know. It just reminds me of when I was like twelve on the internet. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I think we can just see that, right? We can see the... Well, I mean, we can't see the age of the editor, obviously, but there, there will be, like, an edit log of who has who edited mm. this and when. I don't know how wikis work. It's understandable. Perhaps this is... All I know is that Wikipedia is the free encyclopedia that anyone can edit. And Mega Man Knowledge Base is the free Mega Man encyclopedia that anyone can edit. I don't even know where to click to see that. That's, but, that's fine. Let's do the college episode. College episode. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Again, Mega Man Ruby Spears. It's in name only. Like, almost nothing is done with this premise, which is a shame because, as I was saying earlier, I came very close to enjoying myself at several points in this episode. Episode 22 is Captain... Captain Commando is Camp... Captain... <laughs> Campus... Captain Suckass! <laughs> Campus Commandos. <clears throat> I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna read it. I'm just gonna read it. We're all just gonna accept the premise, okay? 
Dr. Line has opened a college campus for robots so they can learn useful techniques. <laughs> they are also helping him build his latest creation called the Anti-Gravity Vortex. Dr. Wily hears all about it and decides to infiltrate the campus and not only use the new creation for his own evil deeds, but also reprogram all his students to serve as his slaves. If you tell them they'll get class credit, they'll do it anyway. Only Mega Man, <laughs> Roll, and a few other robo-students escape and now have to take back the college from Wily before it's too late. So this is like... Again, so this is like it's, it's like you were saying before, right? This episode has a similar tone of it feels like they were trying to hit a lot of notes, but didn't really think about tying them together too hard. Like many episodes of the Mega Man Ruby Spears cartoon, this episode has like a D plot that is in the last two minutes of the episode and not really relevant anywhere else. Like, you know, I I was thinking that this this was starting you know pretty well, like. Dr. Light is giving a commencement speech at the robot university he invented for robots so that his robots can, like, help him do research and, like, get degrees to serve humanity and the rest of the world. Vaguely interesting premise. And then immediately Dr. Wiley is like, I'm going to be the dean of that university <laughs> and starts shooting shooting lasers at it from his fucking flying craft. <laughs> but then it gets lost in amongst all of the Mega Man Ruby Spearsiness of it all. Quite quickly, and we're int- we're introduced immediately to some of our uh, characters for this episode. Yes, so we yes, have we several of these. They're called tackle bots. They are football player looking robots that play football. Um, they're designed to play football, it seems. So, uh, I guess they're getting a degree in f- football. There's also cheerleader bots. I don't see how robots designed for one purpose will learn to... (laughs) (laughs) But that's... It's like... It's 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 like it's almost like they do something with it though, right? Because like the the tackle bots are like conscripted as uh, you know security for Wiley's lab at the end, and then the cheerleader bot like tries to distract them by cheerleading and it doesn't really work. So she like just throws the pom poms at them and runs away, and that kind of works. <sighs> and next to Mega Man in the scene is the Karate Bot. Yep. I, oh, I checked no. just to see who we can blame for this. Um, and Karate Bot is voiced by Mega Man's voice actor. Oh, God. Just <laughs> doing a really racist accent. It's so racist. There's a- That's even worse that he's talking to himself. There's also a painter here who has one line. Yeah, it's like my only weapon is a paintbrush, and then like when they when the robot uses it, they don't appear again. Like <laughs> they're just implied to have used it and are gone from the episode. The karate bot is all blocky, and he he looks like a fucking Virtua Fighter guy. Yeah, it looks like uh, looks like Akira from from Virtua. Fighter. Yeah, Virtua Fighter, Mister yeah. Mister Fighter. He tries to do a flip and lands on his ass because haha, you, that's why you're stud. You gotta study. Not as good at fighting, yeah, not as good at fighting as Mega Man, sorry. Despite, you know, Mega Man doing almost no actual fighting, as in, like, he just, you know, he just waves his gun in a direction and it, it ricochets in a way that ends the fight <laughs> in as little time as possible. I feel like you're losing patience with this cartoon, Curly. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. We've only got just six the, more episodes two, to These go. two episodes right next to each other. Yeah. yeah. I was like... This is a rough Normally, week. one of the episodes gives me enough that I can, like, do something with there's, it, but there's, at the moment, nothing. There's no giant purple dragon. There's no lion men. Yeah. We're back to form, and unfortunately, we're back to form. Yeah, I think that's it. I think this is the necessary regression to the mean after lion men, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's a... They fight off Dr. Wily. Uh, and Dr. Light puts the dome, puts Stephen King's The Dome over the campus. <laughs> um, and they can't get in anymore unless you have a student ID. That is pretty funny, actually. I was annoyed because, <laughs> like, the fucking, you know, the, 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 it starts well. Dr. Wily just immediately begins lasering the university he wants to become the dean of. And then Dr. Light's like, don't worry, I've planned for this. Uh, and, like, after Dr. Wiley 
drops the robots out for them to parachute into the universe. He just puts up a big dome. They all bounce off it and <laughs> land in a pile. That's quite funny. <laughs> which is which, but I was because like I was annoyed because like Mega Man goes up to fight them in the the flying craft and then stops. He's just like, yeah, well, Rush, you've uh, <laughs> you've run out of fuel. We have to go. <laughs> it's like why. But uh, also, there's this whole bit where um, the mayor is there, <laughs> and uh, Doctor Light, like Doctor Light, puts the dome up, and the mayor is like, "Thank God you saved the university from Doctor Wily. Think about what would happen to and you know, I thought he was going to say the students, but no, he he immediately is like, "Think about what could have happened to your research," which is like very on the nose for the priority <laughs> of <laughs> universities, you know. But don't worry. Dr. Wiley has a plan. Oh, he sure does. He's got to get one of those security cards so they can get through the dome. And how's he going to do that? He's going to send Top Man to flirt with Roll? <laughs> but you can call me Toppy. <laughs> and then Roll... You can call me anytime. <laughs> and he copies her card so they can get in. And then this doesn't come up again until... Um, there's a fight where Top Man is like fighting them, and then after that, when they've been captured and they're going to be crushed in some gears, then Roll has anything to say about Top Man betraying her. But like, they didn't square off and fight each other during the betrayal or anything. She gets. He also didn't like call. Like she didn't call him. Like yeah, he get, she gave him her number, and then and then later she says, "Why'd you dump me?" And it's like. That didn't happen. <laughs> calling calling out things that you just didn't put in the show. I'm gonna dump him and, like he dumped me. Yeah, and uh, also funny about this this whole bit where uh, Top Man is flirting with Roll is that he is like, "Oh, that must be your student card," and he takes it and he you know surreptitiously makes a copy of it behind his back and gives it back to her, and then uh, he's like, "All right, well, you know." Call me. I'll, I'll call you sometime. And he literally runs away. <laughs> He's like, I'm out of here. Uh, Smooth talker. And then we have this uh, Robo College Ball scene, which I said was like almost fun until Rush just started screaming in it. The one note before this is we cut to Doctor Wiley, who says, "Okay, I finished my mind control chips." Now you need to go to the college and slip the mind control chips into the desserts that the robots will eat. <laughs> Robot food yeah. has come up before on this podcast. It has indeed. They got those robot gourmet <laughs> dishes in that episode with the spider. I think there was a giant spider. There was, uh, yeah, or like a web of some kind. Yeah, Mega Man like copied the web. Yeah, <laughs> this show. Uh, <laughs> there's a fight scene. Karate Bot does a pose, and then Gutsman completely crushes him with the <laughs> with the basketball hoop. Yeah, he just thing. swats him into the ground, and then Mega Man's like, Mega Man, you know. Wait, he doesn't win the fight. He gets like knocked through a wall or something, right? Or does Proto Man get knocked through a wall? They toss Mega Man and Karate Bot into the supply closet. Yes. That does happen. And he says, "We're not busting out of here anytime soon." And then thirty seconds later, they open the door and leave. <laughs> <laughs> a shout out to the Italian chef bot, though, in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. This is what I mean. Like, if they'd really gone in on the premise of, you know, there's a like a, a robot designed to be these college movie archetypes, and like, you know, and they'd actually gone for what Doctor Wiley taking over that campus looks like, rather than just like, you know, giving all of them mind control chips and then moving on. And there's like a small group of them that are not affected by it. This episode could actually have been kind of fun, but instead, it's it's an episode of this show. Yeah, so this looks like ice cream. Yeah. Like scoops of ice cream? Yeah. And they everyone eats the dessert except for the protagonist table where Rush floats in midair to block everyone's 
mouths with yep. all of his paws. Yep. Um, and then everyone else gets glowing red eyes because they ate the mind control desserts. Um, <clears throat> I've there's a fight scene. Yep, mate. They get out of the closet. There's a fight scene. Uh, there's nothing to like. It's nothing to write home about, with the exception that Top Man does the top spin, and it's very funny. <laughs> then we're stuck in some gears that don't make any sense because it's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the gears that you know turn when the clock, the big clock turns, and then and then. Oh yeah, speaking of extremely limp, uh, like you know tension sequences, they're all tied to the gears, and then the gears will turn. You know when the clock strikes whatever hour. They'll be crushed. And, you know, they're all tied up. And Mega Man is like, my blaster's broken. It's short-circuited. And everyone's like, oh, no. That means that you can't shoot your blaster and get us out. And then he does. Yeah, he just doesn't. But, like, nothing like nothing changes. There's no reversal in the scene. He just fires his, his short-circuited blaster happens to be enough to get them out. And it's like, great, I guess. What was the point of any of that? And then he turns the clock back 15 minutes, which makes the gears stop? Yeah. And yeah, the, that happens. And then the football robots grab Dr. Light, and he's like, oh no! Because he's like doing his Professor X bullshit. Yeah. Um, because, because he's realized that Dr. Wiley has taken over the campus to gain access to a workforce to build Dr. Light's anti-gravity machine so that he can steal City Hall <laughs> and back. take control of the entire city. He tried to destroy the world in the last yes, episode. The which is like extremely this show in a way I do kind of like. <laughs> but. Yep. Last week we had worldwide catastrophe. This week we have a building. Yeah. Um. What else? They fight some tackle bots. Um. Roll has a plumber snake. <laughs> yes. That she uses, I guess, as like a grappling hook, kind of. Um. I don't know why I tried to sound incredulous there. This is <laughs> fucking Mega Man. <laughs> what else happens? They fix Mega Man. Yeah, so Mega Man gets yeah, Mega Man is like a bit broken. They like he gets he gets beaten about a, a, a bit ago and then they're like maybe he's dead and then <laughs> they get some juice from Eddie and they're like oh he's he's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> And then Mega Man gets better. All the robots, like the co like the protagonist college bots, need to band together to assault the wherever the anti gravity thing is. And then they do that. And then that turns out not to be relevant. Doctor Wiley escapes with the anti gravity thing. He lifts up City Hall. This is what I mean about the the D plot that is just not relevant to the episode. Because again, so for the last two minutes of the episode, Doctor Wiley successfully takes the anti gravity machine to City Hall, lifts City Hall up. Mega Man gets the stealth gear, which has not been in the episode so far, but is now, uh, and has like a fight with Proto Man over the rooftops. But the stealth gear doesn't matter because Proto Man has goggles that let him see Mega Man in the stealth gear. They have a fight. Mega Man wins. Uh, he cuts the rope that is holding the uh, anti-gravity thing onto the flying craft. The skull... Skulker. Skulker. Yeah, that's a, that's a good name. Dark Skulkers. <laughs> yeah, and then Mega Man, I don't know, like because it's not like anchored to anything anymore. So Mega Man, I guess, just flies City Hall back to where it should be. I don't know. I like the bit where the cheerleader robot threw the pom poms at the tackle bots, and then they were they were outfoxed by the artist robots. Perfect drawing <laughs> of Mega Man. I liked that. Yeah, that was about it. Uh, 
Are you ready for some trivia? As I'll ever be, yes. This was the second season premiere. Is it, was it? <clears throat> That's, that doesn't match with any of the episode orders <laughs> that I like. Due to the subject matter of this like, episode, there are implications made that perhaps in this universe, some robots would want to learn things progressively like humans do, so that they could, in some way, be more human-like. I feel like that is the direct implication of Mega Man as an entity, right? Like <laughs> Mega Man uses his stealth suit in this episode. Roll also uses it to defeat Top Man. When Gutsman and Cutman throw Chefbot into the cabinet, his colors change to Top Man's. <laughs> I guess so. When Eddie comes to bring Mega Man an E-Tank, he is drawn as a green metool in a faraway shot. Does that qualify as an Easter egg? This is trivia. This is is trivia, and no, there haven't. The helmet showed up once, I think. Right. Um, In the beginning, the cheerbots are missing when they are holding hands, but then appeared in the air. In the beginning, the cheerbots are missing when they are holding hands, but then appeared in the air. <laughs> what? In the beginning, <laughs> no, I, no. the cheerbots <laughs> are missing when they are holding hands, but then appeared in the air. <laughs> this is like that horrible description of how fucking. <laughs> Pressure just destroys waves that we ended up reading for Dive Man. Confronted by a equal force in the opposite direction, or whatever. <clears throat> the mayor is... Vo- oh, sorry. Snake Man's right Snake. hand appeared bare in a few scenes, then his face become pale by the middle scene. Snake Man was back in this episode, but I wasn't, you know, he, but barely, so like... He gets broken into a bunch of pieces like that happens in this show, but when the head falls down, it's just the snake part and there's no face inside the mouth. I was gonna say, yeah, he just tumbles into a pile of snakes. <laughs> um, the mayor is voiced by a different person, McNeil, despite the script and animation indicating that it's the same person, and even his regular voice actor, Chalk, being part of the episode. This would be repeated for Mega Dreams, which I think we've already seen. Yeah, Mega Dreams is like so. This is this is what I'm talking about. Like, there seems to be an implication that this would have aired before Mega Dreams, which for us was like the third episode of season two. But that doesn't that doesn't work with either of the orders that we have. What's going on here, eh? I don't know. Bad wiki curation, I think. Oh well. Uh, the song played during the credits doesn't matter because we didn't watch them. I actually did hear this one. Okay. I mean, I had the first, like, eight seconds of this one. But. Sinner Man by Extra Fancy, which is also played during the credits for Master of Disaster. Being that the episode premiered in 1995, this is where the song made its debut, since the re-release of Extra Fancy's album of the same name, which featured the song, <laughs> was not released until May 1996. And it was not released as an official single until that point in time, either. I've just... I've just... This has just reminded me that so that them mentioning that, uh, them mentioning that it was played in the credits for the episode called Master of Disaster has reminded me that there was an episode called Master of Disaster, but the episode where like in the last episode where Doctor Wily is causing natural disasters, they call him that, but it's not the episode with that name. In the wow. beginning, the cheerbots are missing when they are <laughs> holding hands, but then appeared in the air. <laughs> We got some. We got some quotes as well. Doctor Wiley, ah, Mega Man, that's my building. Give it back. And then the other one is the Top Man quote that we already did. <sighs> so, does that mean it's time to say goodbye to Dark Man? It's time to say goodbye to the innocence of youth. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I have to talk about Darkman. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, but that is the format. Okay. <clears throat> oh, let me mark this in the episode. 
Darkman is the name of four robot masters created by Dr. Wily. Darkman was the name of four robot masters created by Dr. Wily in Mega Man 5, one of which was created to frame Proto Man for various crimes by using a disguise. They appear in Proto Man's castle, each occupying their own individual. They appeared in Proto Man's castle, each occupying their own individual stage. All four also had cameo appearances in Mega Man 10's first Wily Castle stage. Usually, there's a second paragraph about their personalities. It's not a character. <laughs> It's just, so. it's not a character. It's not a robot master. It's its four robot masters. It, but they're not really robot masters. Damn, okay. Like, in-game information. Yeah. Oh, that's not... What, is there any trivia? There's a Dark Man EXE. Trivia. The Darkman robot's name may be a nod to the movie hero Darkman from Universal Pictures, who would later produce the live-action Street Fighter film, starring Liam Neeson, who, with his synthetic skin, can disguise himself as his enemies. Darkman had to apply his artificial skin on himself due to severe burns when his enemies attacked him. The main flaw is it disintegrates when exposed to 99 minutes of sunlight. The way that you said that uh, made me think that there was a Street Fighter movie I had missed. Liam Neeson. <laughs> and, uh... Who would Liam Neeson play in a live-action Street Fighter movie? I... I feel like he's too old for Nash. Hmm. I was literally going to say Nash. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> he's got the right face for Nash, but I think he's too old. Maybe Darkman Liam Neeson could play Nash. Uh, He could be... Oro... <laughs> okay, no, G. He could be G. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I like that. <laughs> he's, he's got the Abraham Lincoln silhouette. Yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, the Darkman robot's designs appears to be an homage to the Hakider Squad, which is a link to... Uh, Uh, this is a this is a common writer thing, right? Uh, it might not be. No, it's from Kick Hider, which is a Toku What's... show, but it's not right. Toku, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not a specifically whatever. But Darkman is the only robot master without a serial number to appear in the 1994 Mega Man cartoon. He's in Mo Rockman X Dive. And that was a dark, dark man. You did not lead a very lead a very interesting life. I'm sorry your obituary was so bad, but you should have tried being a less boring robot. <laughs> I guess it's not his fault. He was not designed to have a personality. <laughs> <sighs> kind of want to play Rockman X Dive. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I'm looking into. Sort of on the side for sure. It uses a modified engine from Mag Maverick Hunter X. Oh well then, that game's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it is. Okay. <laughs> I just don't believe you. What the fuck? <laughs> Anytime somebody says "I believe you," I assume that they don't. <laughs> Sounds like a you problem. Nora, where can people find you online Wait. when they're done listening to this? What, is that the end of the more? Is there more? Is we? That's it, right? Is that it? It's all we did. Both episodes of oh, the show. Yeah. Sometimes we talk about what will happen next, but probably not this time. <laughs> uh, do I? I don't have the RushGen email on my computer. I have it on my phone though. I just. Oh yeah, questions. I forgot about those. We should maybe start prompting. I've, do, look, I've done it a couple times, but it's hard to remember when, you know, we, we, we organize podcasts on short notice that sometimes, is true. you know. Uh, oh, stop offering me smart features, Gmail. Go away. Uh, 
Important policy changes for Google. Hey, Autumn. We do not appear to have any questions. Do you have any questions for us for the podcast? Uh, no, because I'm getting owned by this guy in Dark Souls 2 right now, but I love you. I love you too. That's it for questions. Uh, <laughs> currently, where can people find you online? You can find me online at twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace or at twitch.tv slash curl e brace. Uh, you can find this podcast. You can, you know, if, if you really wanted to, like, that absence where we didn't answer any questions, if you'd like your question to fill that space, you can send it to rushjetradio at gmail.com or you can find all the other episodes of this podcast at exportord.io. That's export audio with a dot before the io slash rushjetradio. Nora, where can people find you? You can online? find me on Twitter at neither Nora. You can find stuff I do at NoraBlake.online. Um, you can go to the YouTube channel at exportodd.io slash video to get uh, access to our YouTube channel. Access to it. And you can watch me play a bunch of roguelikes and Autumn play Resident Evil. That's the one that it's called. Um... <laughs> I don't remember if we have a export odd redirect for Rushjet. Um, I think I think there might be. Let me see. Oh, that's not. I swear. <laughs> Autumn posted this somewhere and I can't find it. Maybe it was in the Discord. Uh, ExportOdds.io slash RushJetRadio will get you to th- our podcast <laughs> that you're listening to. <sighs> now you've got our podcast. <laughs> now you've got our podcast. These episodes ruined me.